This conversation is brought to you in part by Calavo Growers, the family of fresh. Hey, everybody. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good morning, wherever you are. Thank you very much for hanging out with us today. We are pumped to have you join us once again all over this beautiful world of ours. We got a great guest today, a very exciting topic, kind of a little theme we're running right now. Uh, We got hooked up, myself and uh, Justin, through a mutual friend and went back and forth a little bit. And I just absolutely love what these guys are doing. I'm super stoked to have them here. So, I want to talk a little bit about Conscious Alliance and who they are and what they've been doing. They've been around for about 20. I'm going to give you a second, Justin. I got to build you up a little bit with a little more of an intro, man. You're a ball. You get an intro out of me. But they've been around for about 20 years. These folks have fed over 8.8 million people, kids, families, all of it that are hungry and in need. Um, They've been using art and music. Um, They're working to to, to really to fight food waste and, and hunger. I mean, these guys are working with artists like Dave Matthews, Jack Johnson, Wilco, and many, many others, and they are literally changing the conversation in this country around food, and we're going to talk about it today because I think it's freaking cool. So anyways, give it up for the executive director from Conscious Alliance. Please welcome Justin Levy. Welcome, brother. Thank you so much for having me. I'm, I'm so excited to be here and uh, chat with you for the next hour. Oh, dude, it's, it's absolutely my pleasure. I, you know, when I peel back uh, the proverbial onions for talking about food, I thought that'd be a good metaphor to throw in there. You know, when I peeled that back and thought, holy shit, I love what these guys are about. It's, it's just such a great way to connect people in an experience. When you're, when you're dealing with music, you're dealing with art, you're dealing with creativity, anytime that you can touch people at their heart in that moment, right? Because I think people are open-minded, they're more creative, they're thinking differently, you know? You go to a concert, it's not the same thing as going to your cubicle, right? And so I think you touch people differently. And I got into your message about what you guys are about. I was so stoked to be able to put this together and uh, include this in our lineup coming out in September. And I'm just so, so pleased with this opportunity. So before I get rambling, ask a bunch of questions, we get into your hard work and the heavy lifting you guys are doing. If you wouldn't mind, just give everybody a little bit of the 411 of who the hell you are and a little bit of your journey in bio, if you wouldn't mind. Yeah, I'm Justin Levy. I'm lucky enough to be the executive director of Conscious Alliance. Uh, I've been leading this organization uh, for over a decade now and couldn't be more thrilled for um, who I get to work with and what we get to do every day when we show up. Uh, My journey uh, has taken me a lot of different places. Um, And if I take it back all the way to the beginning, uh, my brain bled before I was born. And wow. the, d- the day I was born, uh, I was born with cerebral palsy and something really remarkable happened. And that is that the doctors told my parents, we have no idea what Justin's going to accomplish. And so for me, why I say it's remarkable is because I had no expectation of what I could or should do. Right so um, everything I've gotten to do in life has been a surprise. Yeah, no doubt, dude. And now, and now here we are sitting in 2022 and you're, you're just knocking doors down, uplifting families, uplifting people, changing the communities in so many different directions. It's powerful. You know, I, I say this all the time and I don't want to be campy when I say it, but you know, we're all on a path individually on a path or planets on a path. I mean, that's the way I kind of look at things. We never know we only can look back at our path and decide if right or left was the right choice, you know? And then as we go forward, we don't know where our path is taken. I think you're a shining example of 
not knowing, you know, not knowing where your path is going to take you. And then all of a sudden you just literally found it. And you've been doing this now since 2004 and uh, you're changing lives every single day. And that's a powerful thing, dude. That's an incredibly powerful thing to do. I appreciate that. For me, um, I was lucky enough to have people believe in me and really, um, you know, I learned from a young age for myself that I had guardian angels with me. And I don't mean necessarily even the metaphysical, but just people who believed in me and, and, and showed up. Right. So, um, when I was in middle school, I, I was learning how to walk for the third or fourth time and um, I couldn't read. I didn't learn how to read till I was 21 years old. And uh, I I rolled my wheelchair into my guidance counselor's office. And before I even said anything, he said, that sounds really important. Close the door. And he just knew I didn't want to go to class. Yeah. And we would just sit and chat about life and um, books that I was listening to on on tape at the time. And uh, we would just chit chat. And uh, when I went to high school, he asked me if I wanted to start a program with him to bring at-risk youth from the Chicagoland area to Crow Creek Reservation in South Dakota. Um, and of course, I said yes, because this was you know, my mentor. Um, I didn't know that I was one of those at-risk kids, by the way. I didn't know what it meant. <laughs> so, right, yeah. Um, we went to Crow Creek Reservation, eight of us, and... Um, interviewed a bunch of kids, dropped off clothes and school supplies. Um, and I really had a life-changing moment, um, on those trips. Uh, the second time I went, we were, um, at a powwow and the only class I was ever good at was photography. It it allowed me to be creative and, and tell a story and help tell people's stories. And, um, I was taking photos of this kiddo, And we spent some time together. I didn't know him well, but I found out the day after we left uh, the reservation that he had committed suicide at age 11. And from that moment, I didn't know what this was going to turn into. I didn't know what I was going to do by any means, but I will tell you that I knew I didn't have a choice and that um, something I could do, even though I could barely walk well and, and couldn't read, um, right. I could give of myself and I could be an advocate for, for kiddos. And I yeah. think uh, that's, that's part of what brought me here today. Well, there's no doubt. I mean, what a, what a great story. And I can't wait to tell the rest of this. I can't wait to feel that conscious alliance now and get into what you all are doing and stuff. But, you know, before we get into that, we get into the work. I think it's important that we talk about the why, right, of what you all are doing. And that's the issue that, you know, Hunger is a really big issue in this in this country and around the world. And food insecurity is another issue that's a part of that hunger equation. So when I think about it, you know, can you share a little bit about how you know big hunger is in this country and from the sense of maybe what seeing people that that go through that on a daily basis and the fight that you're fighting, you know, what that actually means? Because I don't think people necessarily realize how many people in this country feel it every day. Yeah. So the numbers keep changing and I won't really get into the statistics. And I I will say that hunger happens every single place in the United States. It happens in every single community, Uh, neighbors, your kiddos, friends who are coming to school and and having to skip a meal, Um, college students who 
are are dumping all their money into education and and don't have enough uh, money to feed themselves. Uh, families of four where both parents are working 40 hours a week, right? Yeah. And, and still are making a decision between heating and cooling their home and uh, feeding themselves and their families. And, um, and when I say it's happening in every community, I mean it's happening within a quarter mile away from where our national distribution center is in Colorado. Yeah. It's happening on reservations. It's happening in big cities, small cities. It's, it's everywhere. I think it's probably close to being in this world today. It could be on everybody's block and we just don't realize it, you know, because food, you know, and I want to talk a little bit about food insecurity because I, I, it's a word that I'm using more and more to talk about because not to try to encompass, make it all one, but it's really important to recognize that that's really a part of it because, you know, you look at the stats, you look what's out there. Food insecurity doesn't necessarily cause uh, hunger, but hunger is a possible outcome of food insecurity, right? And I think that, you know, when you look at the amount of people, 38 plus million people, uh, live in, you know, uh, food insecure households in this country. Um, kids, a massive amount of children live in a household that's food insecure. And, you know, it's literally, you know, it's, it's defined in a way that talks about um, the lack of consistency in access to enough food for, you know, every person in that household to live an active and healthy life. And that's, I think, the key word that we need to recognize in some of that is the active and healthy, you know, opportunity that life gives you. So what's food insecurity mean to you? Thanks for joining the Toddversation. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Nelia Alamo at Calavo. Thanks for listening to Toddversations. At Calavo, we are the family of fresh. For almost 100 years, our passion has been bringing delicious and nutritious food to your table. From tasty, wholesome produce to our freshly prepared foods, Calavo is a global leader in the finest quality produce and a pioneer of healthy, fresh-cut fruits, vegetables, and prepared foods. Whether it's our farm-fresh avocados, tomatoes, Hawaiian papayas, or chef-inspired solutions including fresh-cut fruits, veggies, guacamole, and much more, Calavo takes pride in delivering our fabulously fresh products every day. It's our promise from our foodie family to yours. Check us out at Calavo.com and learn why we are excited about your fresh possibilities ahead. Food insecurity for me is, you know, a really big problem because it affects so much, right? So it may be um, that kiddos don't have enough food. It might be that they don't have access to the right foods, right? So um, it's a calorie crisis, right? So yeah. they're getting calories, but it's it's empty calories, right? Um, oh. Going back to hunger, I mean, if you're hungry, if you're skipping meals or you're eating food that isn't nutrient dense, um, it affects attention it affects mood, it affects anxiety and mental health. And, and we're in the middle of a mental health crisis in this country. Oh, and I think it, so much of it comes back to, to food. And so, you know, how do we expect kiddos to learn in school when by Wednesday, many of them are starting to get anxiety because they know when they go home on Friday, they may not have food until they come back to school on Monday. 
Yeah. And I don't mean that from a far reaching, far away place from where you and I sit today. Mm -hmm. I mean it from a, like you said, it happens on every block. And I think the global pandemic that we have gone through and are still in has opened our eyes even further to realizing that many of us aren't that far away from it. Mm -mm. Meaning folks who were in their best earning years of their lives, all of a sudden, one day in March, their industry went away. Yeah. And now they're in need of food assistance, right? Yeah. So um, I think that hunger affects so much more uh, than, than just what we're seeing at face value, but has a ripple effect for our communities across the country. There's no two ways about it. And that's eloquently said. And thank you for sharing it. That's a great, great way of, of putting that into perspective for people. And it's real, man, because you're walking the walk every day. So it, it's, uh, it's not a canned answer. That's, that's, that's FaceTime mm-hmm. looking at those kids and looking at those faces. One of the areas you guys work on as well is food waste. And this is something that I have been harping on for a while and, and really beat the drum around. You know, if you want to, you know, if you want to talk about, you know, food waste, especially in the fruit and vegetable world, if you want to talk about food waste, you know, increasing consumption, let's work on, you know, that'll certainly help eliminate some food waste issues. Right. And so talk to me a little bit about, you know, how big of a problem food waste is and what you've seen through your work at Conscious Alliance. Um, food waste is huge. I mean, Uh, The numbers are always changing, but roughly 50% of food that is created is winding up in the landfill, which means uh, time, energy, uh, global energy resources like water and uh, the raw products that are going into this uh, are being created so beautifully and then winding up in the landfill. Yeah. While just a little ways away, kiddos and families are going hungry. So. I mean, it's huge, right? And that's that's why we're addressing it head on. Yeah, well, you, you're it, at we need to, Yeah, we need to be doing it head on. In fact, I share this with everybody all the time, and I'll say it just because I haven't said it to you, and all the people have heard it before. I hope you remember it and tell somebody else. The food waste issue in the United States is the equivalent of every single American, 330, 50 million, however many of us now are there are today, throwing away 650 small to medium-sized apples each. You can't even do that number on, I mean, if you literally have to have a calculator, it's going to have, you know, enough digits or turn your phone sideways to see it, how much is. It's mind-boggling when you look at it from that perspective of like, I could walk into the kitchen and look at an apple and go, holy crap, I'm going to throw 650 of these away and everybody on my street's doing the same. It's a really big problem that we need to continue to address. Thank you for sharing that with me. And I want to get in and out of the work at Conscious Alliance. I wanted to frame that up because I want people to recognize what the lift is that you're trying to do and where you guys are about and how we can get a call to action and, and get people involved. This idea was born um, back in 2002. Um, and it came out of basically being at a string cheese incident concert and having an idea of selling some, you know, music art and posters or pictures and whatever. And you know, not selling them, but basically swapping them out for food. Um, and you guys collected more than 4,000 meals worth at one cottage. Like it had to absolutely blow everybody away. I mean, expectations had to be like, holy cow, what are we, we got a unicorn here. What have we done? So tell me a little bit how that changed everybody's lives. And then, you know, if you wouldn't mind just touching on that a little bit. Absolutely. So, um, two brothers who went to uh, CU in Boulder, um, had an idea. Go Buffs. Yeah. Go, go Buffs. Go Buffs. 
And uh, the Baker brothers, right? Justin and Evan had an idea. Uh, Justin was interning at Madison House, who is the management company for the string cheese incident. And uh, they went with this idea of let's engage young people in the fight against hunger by putting an activation to give back right in the middle of someone's good time. And you touched on this earlier, right? So you've got this space, you've got a concert. And in 2002, uh, we showed up with uh, posters created by uh, now very well-known artist, Michael Everett. Michael has gone on to do work for The Dead, Yonder Mountain, String Cheese Incident, many, many other uh, bands around the But He let us use his art. He created a poster for us. And at that time, we went to Kinko's and we printed (laughs) what we called a limited edition poster. (laughs) Right? (laughs) Yeah. It's awesome. We went to the Fillmore Auditorium in Denver. And um, with the string cheese incident, we hosted our first food drive. We were not Conscious Alliance. It said uh, Conscious Crusade on the poster. And we traded folks who made a donation of 10 cans of food, uh, this limited edition Kinko's Kinko's awesome poster. Yes. Um, As you mentioned, it turned into 4,000 pounds of food. Yeah. Our next food drive brought in eight thousand pounds of food and we realized we had something going so the baker brothers uh loaded up a u-haul they drove that food to pine ridge reservation in south dakota which is six hours away from denver and our home today Mm -hmm. Um, pine ridge is roughly the same size as the state of connecticut it is the most economically isolated community um, in our country Forty thousand oglala lakota natives live there and there's only one full service grocery store. Wow. One, one full service grocery store for 40,000 people. And the average life expectancy is 48 to 52. Wow. Six hours away from Colorado. Wow. So the Baker brothers had a book written by Floyd Hand, an elder on the reservation. And on the back of the book, it had a P.O. box. They drove to the middle of town. They asked if anyone knew the Hand family. They drove there and Floyd and his wife, Natalie, said, if you want to help our people, you'll help feed our people. Natalie is our uh, field director today on Pine Ridge still 20 years later. Wow. That's a pretty cool story, dude. That's a pretty powerful story. I mean, and, and I assure you that there's a ton of people in the end at the end of this conversation that no idea what the most isolated community was in the United States and how many people are in that community. So when you think about food insecure, you know, you think about uh, the things that we talked about, you know, hence the reason why we need to be thinking about our neighbors and our, you know, people that are close to us, six hours is close, right? I mean, that's, you need to be thinking about that. And I think it's just such a great call to action. So let's talk, I'm going to, I'm going to throw another question at you. Um, I'm going to give you a two-parter, one of which kind of just frame up a little more in depth about what Conscious Alliance is and, and, and really what your mission's turned into. And then we're going to drill down from there. Great. So Conscious Alliance has turned into a movement of artists, musicians, food makers, and music lovers on a mission to end hunger in underserved communities nationwide. Um, what started as one grassroots food drive has turned into um, Conscious Alliance working with 
artists like Dave Matthews, Jack Johnson, Michael Franti, the dead, the Lumineers, so many others um, to empower young people and multiple generations, music lovers to give back locally everywhere music plays. And uh, from there, we've created a really beautiful conscious alliance of artists and musicians and these hunger heroes and who I call hunger heroes are the people in their communities that are fighting hunger every day, whether it's through schools, community organizations, food pantries, and so many others. Um, Those are our hunger heroes and the people and organizations that Conscious Alliance gets to support today as we move food across the country. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. There's three parts. There's three parts I want to drill into a little bit about what you guys do. The first part is I want to talk a little bit about the the collaboration that you have with with the musicians and the artists, because you guys and you have some behind you for those that are, you know, watching us on YouTube or catch us, you know, catch the clips on social media. You guys make some freaking amazing posters. I mean, they're they're unreal. Some of the stuff I try to do one behind me in the backdrop. You can see I just do lines, right? That's just basically stick figures right there. But it's unbelievable what you guys do. So talk to me a little bit about how that is kind of the backbone of how this, you know, is, is rolling. And I want to get a little, but then I'm going to dive into some of the food brands are supporting you as well. So. Absolutely. So um, going back to that first food drive with the string cheese incident, the band went to their management and said, this is amazing. We want this to happen at every show. And the wow. management at Madison house was uh, smart enough and forward thinking enough to say, let's not pigeonhole this thing that doesn't exist yet into just being our nonprofit. Let's introduce uh, Conscious Alliance to other folks around the industry. Uh, the right. band STS9 was the first band to ever let us go on tour with them. Um, like I said, we've teamed up with Michael Franti and Jack Johnson and so many others. So it has turned into a hundred musicians and festivals uh, activating Conscious Alliance to host art that feeds food drives at their festivals and concerts all across the country, right? And that model, that that giving nature of now my very, very dear friend, Michael Everett, when he donated that first poster, that is our model today. So we have over a hundred incredible artists who do official work for bands who get paid very well, who are also up and coming, who may have struggled with food insecurity themselves, offering their talents to create beautiful artwork, which is the original gamification of supporting nonprofits, right? So now folks have one poster from Conscious Alliance on their wall because they donated in Atlanta, Georgia. They get another one because they're out with a band in Chicago and the band gets on stage and says, don't forget the food drive. So now they have two and they get their third. And all of a sudden they look And there's a website at the bottom, consciousalliance.org. And they take a deep dive and they become a member. So becoming a member, they donate monthly, right? Then they introduce us to their family and friends. And so that is the power of Conscious Alliance. First, you do it because your favorite musician or your favorite artist created something. You donate a few times, but then we found this amazing funnel where people take a deep dive and become extremely impassioned and inspired, not by what we're doing as conscious lines, but what collectively we are doing as the Alliance. Yeah. Everyone's a part of it. 
It's powerful, dude. It's super powerful. And again, you know, go on, go on to the website and I can encourage everybody to go on the website, check out the posters. <laughs> it's, they're great. Talk a little bit though, because you guys, you know, it, it's, it's grown past this and we got to lean into that. You know, you're bringing a lot of people to the table now, um, you know, not only from your board of directors, but your advisors, all this other stuff. I mean, you got some, you got some ballers out there that are helping lift up your messengers, no doubt. So you're partnering now with food brands and you're working to collect larger, you know, larger scale donations. So, Share with me a little bit about why this matters and tell me a little bit about some of your partners, if you wouldn't mind, that are helping you with that project. Absolutely. So this goes back to, and I I know I keep repeating it, but building a conscious alliance, right? Everyone is welcome. And and we can't do this alone. None of us can. So let's team up. Um, In 2008, we met Justin Gold. And Justin had just launched a really small peanut butter company called Justin's. Yeah. Yeah. Bring them, baby. And so, you know, we we found them because we were in Boulder. Our uh, board member, dear friend of mine who passed away, Lance Gentry, was their head of marketing when they had three employees. Uh, Went on to be their president. But um, three of them are sitting around a picnic table trying to decide what nonprofit they were going to support as they grew. They had no money. They had no product, but they had time. And good peanut butter. And good peanut butter. Yeah. Right? So they went through the list. You know, they went through all the, the big nonprofits, the local nonprofits, the, the small sure. nonprofit, whatever. Um, and Lance said, do you know about Pine Ridge? Do you know about Conscious Alliance? And at that moment, they selected Conscious Alliance to be their nonprofit partner as they grew. Now, the best part for me is that Lance um, really passed on the torch to Justin Gold to continue to support us. And uh, Lauren Lordy, who was at that table, is now on our board of directors as well. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's awesome. At, at the brand Capellas. So, again, a testament to this is a family, right? And um, I know I said it, but you know they had no product, they had no money, but they had time. So we went to Pine Ridge Reservation together, wow. and we spent a few days just fact finding. And they said, "We've got you. Like as we grow, you will grow with us." Um, a board member introduced us to uh, Neil Grimmer, who was the CEO of Plum Organics. Yeah. He said, I'd love to go to Pine Ridge. So he went up with us with uh, his team. And while he was standing in the lobby of the one hotel, he was fired up and he called Jeff Church from Suja Juice and said, I know you're looking for your 12th nonprofit flavor. Um, It's Conscious Alliance. It has to be, right? Around the same time in, in 2008, when we met Justin Gold, Whole Foods bought the grocery store Wild Oats. Yeah. And they selected Conscious Alliance as their nonprofit to receive a million dollars worth of private label food. So we went from trying to collect food to figuring out Without how well do we distribute this? Uh, so we rented a <laughs> warehouse for a dollar a month, um, a few miles away from us here and distributed a million dollars worth of private label food. And that was the beginning of us uh, being in natural food. And it wasn't a big growth. It was Justin's 
than Whole Foods. Yeah. So really this first one-off donation, um, then Plum Organics being like, all right, you're one of three partners and Suja Juice going, okay, you're one of 12. So um, we realized we had heard a lot about Expo West. We decided that we needed to go. So uh, me and our operations director booked uh, flights to the wrong city because uh, <laughs> we had no idea about really natural products and what this really looked like. But um, before we went, we corrected the flight, but it was this funny moment of being like, it's in San Francisco, right? No, it's in Anaheim. Um, and we went into Expo West uh, 2015 with the idea to launch the nation's first all natural and organic backpack program for kids. So again, providing food during the nights and weekends uh, for kiddos on Pine Ridge at one school on the reservation um, with this backpack program. And we left Expo West 2015 with uh, not just three brands, Justin Plum and Suja, but roughly 10 brands, uh, Angie's Boom Chicka Pop, Kind Bar, Organic Valley, and many others who um, believed in our collective mission. And we really drew in the folks at all the brands we were working with to go walk the floor with us and introduce Conscious Alliance um, to the natural food community, right? The last thing I'll say there is I, I owe New Hope a lot because they've always welcomed us into their fold. Um, and Conscious Alliance 2.0 and what we do today was directly inspired by a presentation that they gave um, after they gave me my first speaking opportunity in the natural food space. Um, it was around food waste mm -hmm. and it was around best buy, use by, and sell by dates. And mm. for me, it really unlocked uh, what's possible for Conscious Alliance. Yeah. Well, I mean, look, this is a huge issue. Best buy, use by, sell by date. It's, it's a very big issue in our food supply. I understand why we have it, but it's also a very large issue to deal with because we actually, it actually creates food waste because you're going to go and buy half a gallon of milk and you're going to go, oh, it's three days old or the one behind it's nine, got nine days. Everybody's doing a reach around, right? So you end up creating this food waste dilemma that we need to be really conscious of. You said something I want to, and I don't want to let this go. You talked about being a family. Right. And, and that family vibe and what you guys were about and, and going back to Justin and three people and them, you know, finding that space in their heart to put you guys in it and, and to uplift the brand. I think we need to be cognizant. We talk about this subject that, you know, this entire world is a family, you know, just because I don't speak the language across, you know, halfway across the globe doesn't mean that we don't think the same way. We don't believe in the same things. We don't have the same desires to have a healthy family and food on our tables and, you know, anything else that, you know, that we can possibly dream of. Um, so I wanted to call that out because I think it's so important that as we have this conversation, that people take a moment to recognize that we are a family. We are a family in this country, whether you like one side or you like the other side, it doesn't matter. The goals are all still the same. We got to be conscious of that. And I, I just appreciate you saying that the way that you did. Yeah. We all bleed the same color blood. That's, you know. Yeah, no doubt. I, I agree with you wholeheartedly. One of the things too, and I don't want to forget this. I mean, you're doing some grant writing now, which is kind of cool. Um, you're kind of digging deeper to, to find folks. You've got a lot of encouraging, a lot of individual companies to come up. You talked about a few of them. That had to be really inspiring to get that first, you know, shot of adrenaline at Expo West. And if you've ever been to Expo West, it's it's a shit show. It is so massive. It's just out of control. I mean, 50, 60 million people, whatever's there. So to be able to walk that place and feel so good about it, right, and to have that boost, that had to be pretty powerful. 
It had it, to be. It was uh, powerful. It was draining. It was uplifting. It was uh, spirit provoking, spirit crushing. It's all of it, right? Yeah. Because brands are there to sell. And right. at that time, we're just asking for samples. We're like, hey, do you have 10,000 units to support one school on the reservation? We don't have the sample budget, you right. know? Oh, you're you're not Justin, so you don't have peanut butter cups to give us right now. You know, it it it's uh, it was so interesting, right? Um, I have such a drive. Our team has such a drive, and at the end of the day, it's never a kid's fault that they're hungry. No, and that is the driver for us, and and knowing that we had the support of Justin and his team, and that we had the support of Neil and his team gave us a lift, but we had bags of, of swag, you know, we're just like shirts, everything, conscious alliance, everyone should get it. Right. But we had this niche of Pine Ridge and for me, a light bulb went off at some moment where I said, if we can go bigger, if we can expand our footprint, and we did, because again, with Dave Matthews and Jack Johnson and the string cheese incident, we had been working with food pantry schools all across the country, right? But we didn't have that much food to offer. So when we had food that didn't come from those local shows, it went to Pine Ridge. Right. But when I was sitting at that New Hope um, talk, and they were talking about Best Buy, Use Buy, and Sell Buy, things I didn't know is... Those are created for brand vanity. Mm. The FDA says to touch, smell, and taste things to see if they're safe. It's not really about that date. Right. So the light bulb for me was, let's use all the touring and logistics experience we have from going on the road with bands. Let's utilize these hunger heroes in their communities who have become family stopping by their house when we're in Nashville or wherever we are. Right. Let's utilize them to bring great food into the hearts of communities everywhere in the United States. And if we do so, we're going to be able to support Pine Ridge more. So all of a sudden conscious Alliance went from working with three brands to 10 brands that day we left. Right. To today we work with over 65 leading brands to move semi-trucks of food every single week, rescuing millions of meals a year from going into the landfill. Yeah. And it's not a competition, right? No. So, so we can have three peanut butter companies, two baby food companies, six pasta companies. Who cares? Because guess what? We're all part of the alliance. Correct. And Correct. now- the amount of food that we're able to bring to Pine Ridge because of that, that click, because of this strategy is 10 times, 20 times, 30 times more food than ever before. Instead of working with one school, we're working with all 15 while right. delivering food in Pennsylvania, Chicago, Wisconsin, and everywhere else. That's so awesome. That's so cool, dude. I just think it's so, I think it's just so great to see the trajectory that you've done. And, and, you know, look, you guys are being, you guys are being fed emotionally and spiritually by this journey. There's no two ways about it. 
There's Absolutely. no two ways about no. it. Yeah. And you know, folks ask me sometimes or they'll say, the work you do is so selfless. Mm-hmm. Fuck no, it's not. It feeds me. It feeds yeah. my my spirit. It allows me, the the young, shy, quiet kid who didn't know what he was going to accomplish in life, an opportunity to build a team, a movement, yeah, everything else. It's 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 not selfless, um, but it's how fast can I move to uh, keep doing more so that together we can accomplish more. Yeah, 100% agree with that. Well said. You know, when you hear the phrase stocking food pantries isn't always enough, share with me what that means to you. Thanks for joining the Todd Versation. And now, a word from our sponsor. Hi, this is Nelia Alamo at Calavo. Thanks for listening to Todd Versations. At Calavo, we are the family of fresh. For almost 100 years, our passion has been bringing delicious and nutritious food to your table. From tasty, wholesome produce to our freshly prepared foods, Calavo is a global leader in the finest quality produce and a pioneer of healthy, fresh-cut fruits, vegetables, and prepared foods. Whether it's our farm-fresh avocados, tomatoes, Hawaiian papayas, or chef-inspired solutions including fresh-cut fruits, veggies, guacamole, and much more, Calavo takes pride in delivering our fabulously fresh products every day. It's our promise from our foodie family to yours. Check us out at Calavo.com and learn why we are excited about your fresh possibilities ahead. Food banks are struggling. Folks want to donate around the holidays. Yeah. But in the middle of the summer is when kiddos are out of school. And instead of, you know maybe relying on their family to provide one meal at dinner, they're now needing to provide three meals, right? Yeah. But it's not near Thanksgiving and Christmas. So the summer is when we gear up for our art that feeds food drives, activating musicians and fans all across the country. Um, And it's not just about donating food. Since our first food drive in 2002, we have requested high protein, low sodium, health food oriented products. We have never accepted ramen noodle for our poster. And so it's subtle, but you know, we've always been pushing for healthy. And I also think that just stocking pantries isn't enough. It's about creating opportunity, creating um, a lack of barriers for food assistance. Right. So Mm -hmm not signing up for lists, just saying like, I could use food and showing up and, and, and being received with a smile. Right. Yeah. And high energy and, and uh, uplifting when we can. Right. And we all have bad days. Don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, it's all about, you know, um, we're all just humans on this journey and, and meeting people where they're at and, Life's already hard enough, so why make people jump through more hoops? Hundred percent agree. And and you know, you touched on something. Needing food is tough. I mean, it's tough. You know, we're talking about kids being hungry. I get that, but the parents, the caregivers, needing to go someplace and say, "I need help," is hard. I mean, it's hard. It really is. It's a challenge as a human being to to ask for help. We're not real good at it, and um, that's also another big problem: is finding a way to make sure that 
while your work is incredibly important, that the dignity is returned back to the people that need help and that there is, that it's not, you know, it's it, to your point, no child, no child made the choice to be born hungry. Right. Um, yeah. And I think it's so important that we recognize that there needs to be dignity in this process. And that's how we're going to, I believe, win the day, you know, in the ultimate world, brother, it'd be great to put you out of business. No offense. Absolutely. Right. It, I would love that. Really, yeah, no doubt. But I mean, you know, but at the end of the day, until that time comes, there has to be a level of, of love and support. And I think, you know, empathy, and, and, but really it needs to be about a dignified experience that people can come and feel okay that, you know, asking for help is okay. And that's a tough challenge to overcome. It absolutely is. And I think the humanistic piece of this is that one day we're all going to need help. And yeah. it, it may not be the same help. And it may not be that we can ask the same people that we helped. But I truly believe that what we need will come to us. And, and you know, for me in my own personal journey, I go back to so many people put time and energy into me in my life that the least I can do is I have figured out pieces of how to give back. And so, yeah, there are more problems to address. There are other ways of doing it. Um, but Conscious Alliance is staying in our lane and, and making massive ripples within the music, art, and food industries. And I love that's it. enough. Right. Yeah, I did. It's great. I think it's great. Well, you know, and something else that you're, that you're working on that I thought was really, really cool. And I'm a big fan of, because I think that anytime we can up the conversation around food and communities, it's a positive thing. And, and uh, phraseology that I've been throwing out there, you know, is, is local. What is local? I really don't understand what local means and where does it come? How far is local this now? And I'm kind of leaning into the word community agriculture. Now I really find it to be, um, I think just a, a stronger way of connecting to your food that it's really, you know, what, what is it's 50 miles a part of your community? Yeah. You can be there in under an hour. It'd be a part of my community. Your, your kid might go play baseball up there on a Saturday. Who knows? Right. So you're working it with this, you know, in your communities to teach agriculture, you're teaching a little bit about farming and, and food creation for schools and for homes and this and that, you know, you're kind of taking it up a notch. Can you share a little bit about what that is and why it matters? And then you know, what are you hearing back from the communities where you're putting these efforts out? Sure. Um, we started in 2012 um, with what was then the Kitchen Community um, nonprofit to put a learning garden on Pine Ridge Reservation at Pine Ridge School. And it is a, a amazing uh, garden that is um, super kid friendly. Um, it's, it's made out of uh, food safe uh, plastic, I believe, and you can roll a wheelchair right up to it. And it's kind of, you know, right at the level where kids can get their hands in the dirt. And no pun intended, that one small, very small garden planted a seed. And what I mean by that is um, the school then took on more land to build more gardens and well, got a USDA greenhouse built. And then we teamed up uh, with the facilities manager who's a dear friend and kiddos who liked gardening at school could get a raised bed garden for their home. And now the kids became the leaders of their families, uh, teaching their parents, reteaching their grandparents how to grow food, right? And, and it's an activity. 
and it has blossomed. We just finished construction at our Food Sovereignty and Youth Empowerment Center on Pine Ridge Reservation um, for a massive wallopini, which is a half underground greenhouse where we're going to be able wow. to grow vegetables year round in the middle of South Dakota. And if you don't know yeah. the weather in South Dakota, it's, 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 the growing season is very limited. It's not sunny in 72 in January. No. So we're so, so excited. Um, you know, it's really, really important. And I can go back and forth. I think that like growing your own food is critical. And then I think that rescuing the food and eating the food that's already been created is critical. <laughs> and so, Absolutely. Um, we're going to keep pushing on both, you know? I love it. You know, you touched on this a little bit, the hunger heroes, and I, I want to come back around to it a little bit, but you know, you've diverted, you know, millions of meals from landfills, you know, eight, nine million, whatever the number is, it's, you know, Hey, look, one, one's enough. Two's great. Eight million. Yeah. I'm, I'm digging that pretty much, but you know, and, and you touched about this. You've got people all around the country now, right? How, from your perspective, you know, sitting back, you know, from, from the job that you have, interacting with folks around the country now, how are people motivated by Conscious Alliance, you know, your hunger heroes that, you know, that keep fighting every day and just keep, you know, how do they keep going with that motivation? Yeah, well, uh, one really exciting uh, piece of news is that we hit 10 million meals served last week. Love um, it. Drop I, the Sharpie, kids. I love I, it. I couldn't be more happy for our team and our community because it's it it just shows the testament of what um, everyone continues to pour into Conscious Alliance. So yeah. that's really exciting. I, you know, I think that your question is really two sided because I think that um, what keeps our hunger heroes motivated um, is their care for their communities on a, on a hyper local level. Um, and what keeps us motivated is our hunger heroes and hearing their passion and hearing their calls and hearing their desire for more food and their willingness to put in the work to unload semi trucks and going back to a, a previous thought you had of, you know, uh, creating dignity. Like for us, it's about, finding those hunger heroes who know the families who can meet them where they're at so that we're taking away the barrier of the uncomfortability of having to ask for food because yeah. we're at your kiddo's school. We've delivered through somebody that you know and trust, um, you know, six states away, great food. And so it's a, really a leveraging of skill. Conscious Alliance has the relationships in natural food. We have the support of bands and artists to help fund the organization, right? And then you have these hyper-local hunger heroes who are the backbone of Conscious Alliance, are the family that makes this all possible. And their drive is what keeps me going. Yeah. Good. Yeah. I had to throw a shout out to that. I just think it's so important. You know, when you start to see that trickle down effect, right. Smiles come from everybody. If they just get a chance to smile. Right. You know, sometimes we just need a reminder, right. Yeah. Or like for sure. Some softness in our life. Like life is not easy. It's a push. And so if we could just try to make it a little bit easier for somebody, we're going to be in a better spot. 
hundred percent agree, dude. I mean, hundred percent agree. We got to do more of that, you know, for our country, for this world. If we really want, if we're really serious about, if we're really serious about the next generation and so forth and so on, we're going to have to get serious in this current generations if, to make change, right? And not just band-aid change. It's time to really roll up the sleeves and get serious and to really step up and find solutions to, to these problems that we don't seem to find solutions towards, you know, it's just so important. It's critical. And that's where like the music and food and the fan base really come together for me. It's, it's, uh, you know, you go to a concert, you're having a good time and you get to give back. Right. And, you know, my story of starting with conscious Alliance when I was 18 years old and meeting two brothers outside a string cheese incident concert who I realized were supporting a community four hours away from the place that changed my life. Crow Creek to Pine Ridge is about four hours. And, you know, but we have volunteers who, yeah, they volunteer. And then all of a sudden they're working for a food brand or they're running a food pantry or they're they're running a restaurant and they want to give back. And again, that funnel of conscious Alliance is the first nonprofit that we pick ourselves to give back to mm-hmm. when we're on our journey of exploration and uh, going across the country to see our favorite band. Right. But then folks stick with us and, yeah. and that's where it becomes really special. And, and now it's, it's going one step further, right? So you've got the bands and you have the brands and now they're teaming up together. So last, uh, last month, we teamed up with the String Cheese Incident for our 20th anniversary uh, with them at Red Rocks, and Orchard Valley Harvest came in as our food brand, committed $30,000 and 30,000 units to kick off the food drive. Wow. Now you have this powerful connection of music and food to further the mission of Conscious Alliance. And, you know, we were working with... Uh, Culture Aid NOLA to do um, pre-disaster relief care packages because it's not about if something's going to happen in New Orleans. It's about when. Right. And that weekend, um, New Hope came to our office and loaded up 1,300 boxes with us. We got the whole New Hope team to come out and volunteer. That same weekend, the revivalists from New Orleans were playing at Red Rocks and they were like, fuck yeah, we'll fund the truck going to New Orleans. So they paid all the trucking. And now, so you've, cool. now you've got all these brands donating the product. You've got New Hope in our national distribution center volunteering, and you've got the power of the revivalist fans and, and their music uh, to make sure the food got to where it needed to go. And this amazing organization on the ground of Hunger Heroes at Culture Aid Nola. Yeah getting that food without barriers to their community. I love it. To me, it's just like, it, it warms my heart to see it's still connecting further and further. That's so fucking cool, dude. It really is. It's so cool. So let's, let's give a quick little recap a little bit. So you're on the ground of hundreds of concerts and festivals now in the United States. I mean, you guys are, you guys are definitely out and about, um, how do folks get involved? I mean, how does somebody on the other end of this broadcast get involved at this point? Absolutely. So one great way to get involved is to go to consciousalliance.org backslash take action. And there you can 
literally take three steps towards ending hunger in our country. Um, other ways, find out where we're going to be hosting art that feeds food drives around the country and come volunteer yeah. with us, right? And remember that no action is too small. With Conscious Alliance, every dollar provides two meals. So whether you donate $5 a month through our membership program or $5,000 a month through our membership program, just take action and join yeah. us. We'd love to have you. I love it, dude. What's next? What's what what's what's next for you guys after your your twentieth and moving forward and keep rocking? I mean, no slowing down until we put you out of business. I mean, not to be not going to bring up a sore subject again, but you know. No, I'm. I, I've mentioned it a few times, but I'm. I'm very excited. A year ago, we got to open the doors to our national distribution center in Broomfield, yeah. Colorado. Um, it has been a dream uh, to have more space and loading areas for trucks and. You know, um, I'll never put a ceiling on what's possible uh, for Conscious Alliance, but we're always welcoming uh, new bands, new artists, new brands to jump on board. Uh, what started with two brothers, one band, one artist, and a um, couple thousand fans at the String Cheese Incident Concert has turned into this national movement. We're not stopping. We have a lot more work to do. So um, please join us. And like I said, check out consciousalliance.org backslash take action. I love it, dude. Thank you for hanging out with me. Thank you for I so uh, appreciate it. So being such a bright spot in my day today and getting this message out because I think it's just so important that people hear it and what you're all about and and an opportunity to, you know, put some love back, put some love back uh into people's lives and uphold and give some dignity and and uh, to make a difference in this world, you know, especially through music. I mean it's just a beautiful it's a beautiful combo. I it's really a place that connects you. us all. I appreciate yeah. you. And thanks for helping us amplify our message here today. It's absolutely my pleasure. Everybody, consciousalliance.org. Pick up, get on the Google machine, get your fingers working, go check them out, be a part of it. Go see what you're doing this summer. If you're going to a concert, find out if they're there. If they are, bring something, bring something, be a part of the team, be a part of that. Drive some, like I said, let's, let's uplift, let's inspire people. Let's keep this conversation going because this issue is real. It's not going away and we need to make it go away. We need to make sure the kids are learning as best they can every single day because they got food in their bellies and their parents are working hard to make it happen. We all need to come together, man. We're all on this rock. We need to be one family if we want to make this continue and, and uh, to make it the best we possibly can. So thank you for listening. Don't forget to check us out on social media, TLC underscore conversations. Uh, hang out with us. That's where the cool kids are. That's where we hang out on social media. And uh, we'll see you soon. And whatever broadcast is coming next, we certainly appreciate you listening and all the love you give us. Give it back to Conscious Alliance for me this week. I hope they inspired you. I hope they did because they inspired me. Like I tell you all the time, go inspire somebody. It's really important. Justin, much love to you and everybody there, brother. I really appreciate you. Appreciate it. Thank you. All right. We'll see everybody soon. Bye-bye.